just like that. We have we have Ramon Foster on the scene in Minneapolis. He's up there to cover Pirates versus Twins this weekend. Is that what you're doing, Moan? Uh, on assignment, DK. On assignment, my brother. Absolutely, man. All right. Well, just uh, remember that RBI is plural. It's not runs batted in. It's it's it, when you it's RBIs. First thing we teach them in baseball writing school. Oh, see, I did not know this, yeah. DK. Uh-huh. Ah, look at you with the finite detail, man. Did you bring a bell with you? Did you pack the bell? I did not. I have a couple glasses here that somebody uh-huh. was no, using for me. Gotcha. This is this is your future bell. I've got it. Oh, you did you just clink? <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Here goes. Okay, here we go. Welcome, everyone, to a new Ramon Foster show. The Steelers and the Bills are going at it here in Pittsburgh tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m., the only home preseason game on this schedule. Moan, first thing that pops to mind, what do you want to see? Please don't say a win. That's, You're not that's, playing you know, anymore. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Screw the wins, okay? Uh, <laughs> I, I want to see development. Legitimately, I do want to see Kenny more. Okay, I want to see that that first offense. See, can they do it again? You know how it is with uh, your kids, DK, mm-hmm. and with a team. Okay, it was cute that you did it one time. Now do it again. Like that's kind of what I want to see. That first drive was awesome to get us all stoked up and ready to go and stuff like that, DK. Now give me more. That's exactly what I'm looking for from that first offense. Again, I say this too. This team, um, the Buffalo Bills, are a running back by committee team. Stuff every single one of them. And the quarterback. Yeah. Just don't <laughs> get a fine. Just don't get a fine. <laughs> you know how it is with NFL quarterbacks, man. Uh, but, you, yeah. More than anything, what I want to see, Moan, from tomorrow, I'm going to go to the other side of the ball. I want to see the first signs of cohesion with this defense that's got so many different moving parts, personnel variables, schematic variables with the three safety set. There won't be any Larry O out there. So you're also going to see, Moan, a chance for one of your guys, one of your hungry young guys, to say, hey, listen, we're here too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, speaking of young guys, do you mean Keanu Ben Ben, one of those guys that we have to see get hungry? Marvin Leal. Let's DeMarvin see. Marvin Leal Let's is see. One too. I've been challenging Isaiah Loudermilk all week long to show himself. That's the one that kind of gets me a little bit because if he doesn't show something soon, he'll mess around and be an outlier, DK. And the idea that, look, man, we're going to always attach to the younger, hotter thing, right? The new thing is always going to be a case. But the thing for Isaiah Loudermilk, he can play. It's it's, It's his ability to do it play after play. It's his ability to show, look, I need to do one or two things really well. And if I do those, then I got a shot because, again, go back to those last two you just put up there from Pittsburgh Fan 412, DK, or right here from Rick. Rick is all about Benton and Leal. Yep, so am I. Let's see it. You know? Let's see it. And, and, and there's no excuses to it because I think we all were floored by what we saw from Keanu uh, Benton last week by him stuffing it on that fourth and goal. Like, there are those moments that have to kind of show them heads, even if he's DK, and you know how it goes, and it's like, oh, sack this, sack that. Oh, he's got double digits. No, give me pressure, 
Okay, be one of those guys. And that's another dude right there is Joshua Dobbs, not the one I know, came in here and said, um, Herbert, you know, are you a flash in the pan type of guy? Or are you a guy that can sustain this? DK, it's, it, how long has this been? Well, no, I guess it hadn't been that long. Uh, Alex Highsmith worked his way into it, didn't he? He did. With, with Bud, with TJ, right? He's kind of worked himself into a starter role, so much so, DK, that he got him a new contract. Like, Nick Herbig, your opportunities to do those things is there. He's at the right point in his career to where three years down the road, four years down the road, heck, Alex Highsmith or either TJ both may either be coming up. A business decision will have to be made is what I'm saying. And, Nick, position yourself. Yeah, I mean, if he can get a, if he can get to that backfield, it doesn't have to be a, an official sack. He had 1.5 uh, officially yeah. in Tampa. It doesn't need to be that. Show yourself. This is what I'm going to keep saying here. Show yourself, okay? Yeah. If you're a, if you're a football player, then you need to make football plays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It can't it, it can't uh-huh. be well. We think this. We hope that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. This is he- when the head coach. I, I know I'm speaking his language right yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. But this is what he wants to see. Okay, he yeah. wants to see plays. Plays. Yeah, he does, man. And mommy vegan mommy. Veganami? Me, mommy veganami. What a what a comment right there at that's near and dear to my heart, okay? DK says tomorrow is our football day, three PM to five PM for my son's first football game, and then six thirty will be my son's first Steelers game, hoping to find a parking spot. Mommy, you don't need to work that hard for a parking spot. Come here downtown, take the train over. It's free. Yeah. It's safe. It's happy. It's everything. You'll be you'll be really glad you did. Don't go over to the North Shore fighting for a parking spot here. Please don't do that. Uh, uh, Hanover Fist says, "Can't wait for the first quarter." I think we might see a full quarter of action yeah. between the Steelers and the Bills. And Moan, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that head coaches in these scenarios will share with each other in advance what their personnel plans are, so that they plan accordingly for the tests that they want their guys to take. And I think you're going to see that between Mike Tomlin and Sean McDermott tomorrow night. I think so too, DK. You know, they're good friends. Yeah. They're oh good yeah. Friends sure. too. Mm-hmm. So they definitely they may have actually sent over the play scripts as close as they are. DK. <laughs> here uh, it comes. See if you can stop it. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. See if you can stop it. But, but that's exactly what it is. This, this fraternity of the NFL is, is broad. Okay. And what coaches are trying to do and position themselves. And I would say this when it comes down to the Bills game, too. Um, I, I know I've kind of given them a pass. I think you have, too. But there's one guy in particular, DK, that I do, okay, want to say something about, especially going into the second game, and that is Najee. I, I, I would say this. I do kind of want to see the wheels turn a little bit more. I do either if he's a running back by reps, you know what I'm saying? He needs a high volume. Let me see him get about 15 carries, DK, and what does that actually equate into? We've kind of teetered on the side of, man, Najee is Najee. Hey, he's going to be all right, right? Or he's your your running back. One, in today's climate and how we go about this game um, and what the preseason is, what it is right now, too, I'm not criticizing Najee. I do kind of want to see some bursts. I want to see some second level here or there, DK. I think it's okay to say that in the second preseason game. I like the the fact that Randy brings up that you want to see Allen Robinson get a catch or two. He was the only wide receiver who wasn't targeted in the game. And I think that might give people, fans, 
the incorrect impression that he's not going to be a significant part of this offense. Uh, that would be mistaken. Okay. He's a player. What happens this time of the year for those types of guys? So to DK, like in Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. they know what he's capable of. They know this also that, look, he's probably going to make the team in more ways than one. I think one. so, yeah. Like a guy like him is needed in probably the locker room and probably that wide receiver room where it's so young more than it actually is the on field stuff. Y'all got to think the, the players were expecting a lot from us other than Najee that we've mentioned right now has been like your second and third layer type of guys. Like Allen Robinson is going to be in a position that he make this team and have a leadership role off the field in the locker room and in that wide receiver room. His plays, I don't know if he's going to be a, a 12 catch a game guy. You know what I'm saying? DK? Mm-hmm. He's now a role player, but I'm hoping his role is very significant. So I'm with you on that. When we come back, we're going to dig into the only segment that matters on this rapid fire Friday. We're going to have a hard out today at 30 minutes. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter show than usual because of Ramon's schedule up in Minneapolis, but that will not prevent us from doing the only segment that matters. That's hey, Mom. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. To become a member of the Ramon Foster Show, all you have to do is go to dkps.net slash join. Put it up in your URL. Don't try to click on the video or anything weird like that. It's not going to do anything. I might, might pause it or something. But it definitely won't get you a membership. Put it up in the URL and make it happen up there. I believe we just got a member in here a little bit ago. I want to make sure that uh, here he is, Mr. Wires. Mr. Wires, Mr. Wires. wasn't with wasn't this before? Man, Man, you never know, huh? You never, never know, DK. Rapid Fire Friday. Get this one started. William McDuffie says, hey, Bone, where are you at? I am in Egan, Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. DK, I found out that so many teams want to do joint practices with the Vikings because they have this grand facility out here. Their indoor and practice facility is a mock of their stadium, Okay. They the have, stadium that looks like the spaceship that came to conquer us all, U.S. Bank got, Stadium, is unbelievable. Yes. You all to see the practice facility. The hotel that I'm in right now is structured architecturally like that over there, too. So I'm in Minnesota right now for the weekend, guys, uh, covering my day job right now. Yeah, insanely nice. Swan says, hey, Moan, in your opinion, who really needs to impress tomorrow? Like, really not who you want, to. Moan, who needs to impress who needs to impress tomorrow? Uh, Roger Jones. Roger. And I say need just because who's going to be the swing tackle if he's not ready, DK? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where we are right now in this era of preseason. Like, if he doesn't come out and look, look, look a little bit more fluid and have a real good day at the office and move people around and have some good pass success and no penalties and no sacks, then we can start growing and, and, and piling on him. I'm looking at guys I know that's going to be there, DK. My choices for that is going to be Joey Porter Jr. I believe he needs to show not only well, but healthy. He can't be limping around out there, okay? 
Uh, they want to feel good about putting him into the game against the 49ers, and they really want Pat Pete on the inside. Oh, man. On Let's his first to- showing, too? Oh, oh wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. Robbie Jones says, Hey, Moan, do you think teams will double George Pickens instead of Deontay Johnson? I didn't see Deontay getting a whole lot of double last year. He got some, but not a ton. I'll say this about either one of them, too, and I say this respectfully. Neither one of them, I don't think, is garnering two-man doubles at this point. I just don't think so, DK. In that case, what would it take for George what would to start it take? getting doubled? Yeah. Put him 1,200 yards. Uh, that amount of touchdown, like those catches we're seeing, y'all are they're good. I think they're showing us what his potential can be. Like a double team guy. Okay, simple answer, DK. Is either one of those dudes on the same level that Antonio Brown was? No. There's no double teams now. There you go. I mean, okay. you have to understand, everybody. There's nothing a defensive coordinator hates more than having to double somebody. Come on. This team proved that. Time and time again in facing Rob Gronkowski or Travis Kelsey, they just hated – go ahead, go ahead. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. think about what – don't let our fascination and hope for what they're capable of doing skew your mindset into what defense is. These are one-on-one matchups as it stands right now, DK. Like, think about the dudes you just mentioned that got double-teamed. Grunk, Kelsey, Kittle, A.B., uh, Randy Moss. Like, those are the dudes that you double-team. Okay, Odell Beckham. Like, we're not – they're freaks. Yes. freaks freaks justin jefferson justin jefferson okay. who is by the way a better football player as we're speaking right now than, than george pickens I, is i love ryan i do i love him and i'm hoping that he said i hope he gets to that point well he rc did clear it up the next day on twitter he said okay. he said something for anybody who doesn't know ryan clark said that george pickens is more talented than justin jefferson and then he okay. came back the next day and said Listen, people. Uh, who was it that he said was more talented than than Tom George. Brady? No, oh, he said there's a quarterback who was more talented than Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's the greatest player who ever lived. So that use go. it in that use it in that context. Can't remember yeah. who the quarterback was. Twiz yeah. comes in because of course he does and says, "Hey, Moan, what do you think about this comparison? George Pickens is Martavis Bryant with less speed but more combat catchability." I would agree with that. Well, I think that's pretty good, actually. Nobody was as fast as Martavis. I was ready size. to rip this one. Nah. <laughs> I, if we're looking for uh, terms of endearment that we can you know, move one to another, I'd much, say, much rather say George Pickens is closer to what Martavis could have been with Lesbie Twist. You hit it head on to me in that one right there. And, and, and I would say this. Tay would have moments where the ball is right there and he don't catch it type of points. George Pickens has shown it. You just put it in there. He's catching anything out of the sky. He'll find it. It's it's part combat catch, but there's more to it than that. I athletic, think it's more about yeah. It's more that athletic ability too. It's that stuff that I remember when I described that one crazy play in training camp uh, in the end zone where he went down low. It, yeah. It's and the ball skipped off Patrick Peterson's forearm, and he's still yeah. he's just focus. Yeah, he's he is. more on the ball, and yeah. I mean that not in the punny sense. He's more on the ball than I think any receiver that I can recall other than A.B. By the way, I see somebody just asked this too, D.K., what was Martavis 40? I didn't realize it was that fast. Oh, Martavis, ridiculous. Yeah. You know why you didn't realize it? It didn't didn't look like it. 
Because it was just the, because his strides were just he was just a gazelle. Yeah, oh my gosh. Four four two. Byron <laughs> Nelson says that this game should be a competition between Mitch and Mason for quarterback two. It always is. Byron is what I would tell you. By the way, DK had that link up here. You can join, you can get away from the uncle's tables. You submit those questions. Uh <laughs> but DK, what what I would tell you this, Byron is. I think it's settled on who's number two. I, I look at this and say, I think Mason's a solid three, and I think Mitch is probably going to end up being your number two. Uh, either one of them making the roster, I think, is a positive for us. You know, the people took sides in this Mitch versus Mason thing. Just And, and it's, they, they treat it like politics. Like, just let it go. If I took a, a, if I made a compilation video, and I'm not this mean, I, I kind of like Mason, actually. Okay? Yeah. And if, if you made a video of every single snap he took Friday night in Tampa that was not that bomb to Calvin Austin, you'd actually want to cut him. Yeah. But people remember the bomb and, oh, yeah, I want that. I want that. Well, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not that simple. I will give him credit, though, because the line wasn't that great in front of him either. A lot of the time he was under duress, so so – all of that goes into play, man. It's That's so true. much. It does. William McDuffie says, hey, Moan, our, our running was lackluster last week. Do you think they'll stack it up this week? Would you do that? Yeah, that's why I kind of asked the, you know, the, I, I, I want to see Najee. I know I saw somebody, I think it was Joshua Dobbs in here that said, whoa, 15 carries? DK, that ain't the run. That ain't outside of, you know, I'm not too proud to ask for that. Are you? Like, I think. 10, 12, 15 carries for Najee's not a bad day at the office, DK. I, I kind of want to see it. I'll lay on that one. <laughs> I'll lay on that one. Give I'll, me go, more I'll go with five carries. or six, you know. You'll go with five or six? But, yeah. Okay, so so what – I think we're, we're okay to ask this question. What is that production going to look like? Five or six carries for 30 yards, 20 yeah, yards? Get, yeah, just just put a 4.0 average up, you know. Just, right. just just look, you know, get – Get one that looks like Jalen's the other night in Tampa. You know the ten yarder where he bounced yeah, what, off. He was pinballing. That's, that's the thing, though, DK. He isn't that style runner. He is a. He's very much Alabama Derrick Heron. It's it's running back volume. Which look is at why look, I at, look at what Rick up. says here. Rick has it nailed. Najee needs two or three six yard uh, bursts. That's it because yeah, that's what he yeah. does. That's the reason that. that I was saying earlier earlier in the week when somebody brought up Najee's expectations for the year, and I was like, how are you going to do that without ever breaking big ones, which he doesn't, yeah. and he didn't in yeah. college. So it's, it's that. I see Matthew Kenny in the comments saying, Coach said he's saving, which is wise. I do know Coach Tomlin does that with his star running backs. We tried that time and time again with Le'Veon. Remember what was our motto? Just get him to the postseason. You remember yep. us saying that? And then he'd yes. get hurt in the postseason, but that's enough of that. Walk me down <laughs> that alley, DK. Walk me down that dark alley, man. Guitar and Friends says, why is the long snapper Christian Kuntz not on the depth chart on the O-line for center? Is long snapper that specialized from the center position? It's a good question. It is. Yes, it is. Yeah, that, that, don't put anybody with us, Guitar and Friends, that don't belong with the O-line <laughs> either, Okay. Uh, that's rule number one. All right, we'll take tight. They ends. got their own corner over there in the room. <laughs> yeah. Those guys. Yeah, they do. Do you see them hitting the heavy bag with Pat Fryermuth? No, so they're not offensive linemen. Although I love Greg Warren. Okay, uh, but they don't do that just simply because they're specialists. Not everybody in DK. You can contest this. 
not everybody can snap long snap the ball. Not everybody can long snap, but also not all long snappers can be centers. Okay. It's a different position. They are for anybody who doesn't know this, they're protected by NFL rules. There's things you're not allowed to do to them. Uh, or you risk, uh, I believe it's a penalties. 15, 15 yarder. Yeah. Penalties first down all that and a fine. And, 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 there's a reason for that too, because teams don't want to be losing those guys because they know they'd get killed. That's a conversation all in itself about what they have to do and how long they can last in the league because those dudes are specialists, DK. So we're snapping that ball at that volume, being able to run downfield and divert the runner on punt returns and stuff like that. You know it's a very complex ask of those those dudes and the jobs that they do as far as long snappers go. Debo disagrees. Oh, he ain't got much to say on that one. He? No, he does not. We've seen him long snap. Chris Davis yeah. says, hey, Moan, during your playing days, which running back did you root for when you guys weren't facing them? Who was a guy that you really liked in the league? Who was a guy? Arian Foster because I played with him. Um, I, I would – I like watching Zeke. When Zeke was hot, Ezekiel Elliott, him. Uh, man, I saw um, – I saw – what's his name, man? Adrian Peterson, run and stump on this man back and continue running for a friggin' touchdown. AP, all day, whatever you want to call him, ADAP. I loved watching him running from the sideline. Oh, man. Adrian Peterson, when he broke in, he had almost an Earl Campbell. I'm going to really date myself here to Houston Oilers reference here, but uh, almost an Earl Campbell scope impact on the league where he was must watch, was. Uh, whether it was on television in person or whatever. And, you know, uh, I guess I have to make the obligatory London reference on Come on, man. show now, but that's who you faced over there too. And he was still AP at the time, although you guys did a pretty decent job uh, in, in limiting him. What are you laughing about? Oh, that. Uh, Denny says the only table James Harrison is not allowed to eat at. No, not that one. Joshua Dobbs figured it out. (laughs) Uh, Willie Gay doesn't like AP at all. I don't get it. Am I I missing a joke? He ran over and put his foot in his chest. Oh, right. Maybe 2010. It was one of those 12. Well, you played him in London. No, but this happened in uh, Pittsburgh. I've never seen that, and Will Gay bounced back from that in a very good way, DK. But he absolutely hurt my guy, man. Again, everybody gets God. That wasn't Will Day's. Will Gay's day. Yeah, we're really picking on now. Here it comes. I thought I was the only one to remember that, DK. Big play Willie Gay is getting stomped here in the comments, hey. too. Chris Dolnak, a businessman in his own right, reminds me that it is time. To take care of the three chefs. Almost forgot about that. Can't do that. Cannot do that. You know why, Moan? Because at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs, one of whom is named Chris Dolnak, apparently. (laughs) Fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they refer to uniquely as crave-ability. Not even a word. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all got to get off my guy, Will Gay, man. He didn't ask for that, man. Come on. Chris Davis wants me to check that highlight out here. The three chefs 
are definitely better than the uncle's table. Everything is better than the uncle's table. Absolute Finest says, hey, Moan, how hard was it for you to get used to the Pittsburgh weather? What is so different about the Pittsburgh weather from Tennessee? Uh, the snow. The, the amount. Of I snow. remember snow vaguely. We haven't had any in like five years. My, my offseason was that 2010 storm where there was this 12-foot snowman on the south side. You remember that one? It that was, was a long time ago. It was. Uh, that was insanely weird to me. But what I did appreciate, though, was um, the way Pittsburgh Public Service get rid of the snow off the roads. That yeah, was I mean, we used to be good at it back when we would get it, but the weather everyone might have heard here is kind of changing everywhere. Is it pretty really? sure. Oh, my goodness. California is about to get hit with a tropical storm. Yeah, I saw that. I saw First that. one, 84 years? I mean, we're in we're in some really really weird times here. Antoine says, "Hey, Moan, do you think Coach T feels bad after throwing Kendrick Green to the Wolves two years ago and is trying to find him a place on the roster?" Can I be frank with this, DK? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, y'all don't understand. Coach T is a freaking savage. Like, either you get with it or you get left. Like, that wasn't throwing him to the Wolves to me. That was an opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah, it was an opportunity he had, and you control those things. Like, I think y'all misconstrue how this man is as a coach and as a person, as a competitor. DK, you think he cared two craps about that? Absolutely not. Like, On that note, Tony Pagliaroli comes in and says, hey, Moan, should we be worried about backup center? Uh, hopefully Nate gets together. Uh, I'm not tripping off of it as it stands right now. There's time. Um, if Kendrick has to go in and do that job, if he makes this roster, I think we'll be ma- fine and manageable, but there's always options. So y'all do know the waiver wire is always going to be a thing. Hanover fist comes in and says, Hey Mo, do you think we see Minka do Minka stuff on Saturday? When it comes down to him playing football and putting a display on, I always, I never count Minka out. If there's an opportunity to make a big play, he's going to do that. He's one of the most purest just football peers I've ever been around for such a young guy. Probably one of the uh, one of the interesting things to watch in this game Robert brings up here, and it's related to Minka. Are they going to do a lot of three safety sets? I'll tell you what, Robert. I've been told by two of the three safeties that this is not a gimmick. This is not something they're just going to do for shock value. Right. They want this to be part of the defense, depending on the opponent, depending on the a situation depending on down and distance at times, but you're going yeah. to see Keanu Neal on the field, and that's the best way to tell what's going on. When you yeah. see Neal on the field, rather than two inside linebackers or rather than a dime formation, you will know that that's the three safety set, and it will be fun, not just to watch live, but yeah. also to take a look at afterward. You know what's so fascinating? Hmm. You bringing up who the personnel is coming in and going out, because those are the things we watch for. Hey, watch for Keanu Neal coming in. If he comes in, they're going three safety set. Oh, you mean in the huddle? Oh, that's interesting. Heck yes. No. There's a key. There's in? like a key player. Yes, one hundred percent. Who's coming in? Who's going out? Like we'd watch for a guy like Keanu Neal. Hey, Keanu's in three safety set. Let's rock. Like that's simply how it rolls. DK, you're a scout now, man. Crazy. That's really funny because I, I mean I think. This, I mean, we all know quarterbacks key on safeties, but I wonder yeah. if the Steelers can't use Keanu Neal as a little bit of misdirection. In other words, he comes on, and so the offense thinks something's going on, but yeah. then something else entirely happens defensively. 
he could DK like legitimately. There's a whole lot of you know window dressing that you can do when it comes down to having guys that are capable of playing at the second level and the third level. We've got time for one more today, and it comes from Shane Cress, and it's a good one. He says, "Hey Moan, what is your opinion on starting?" Broderick Jones on Saturday to see how he does against another team starters. Wouldn't that be fair to give him that opportunity? My opinion is what you're asking for, Shane, so I'm going to give you that. I'd rather not. Um, Just simply because he's getting reps in practice day in and day out, and this is my thing. If Dan Moore has earned that starting spot, guess what? Dan Moore deserves to be with the starters too, and if they are gelling, D.K., do we want to mess that up just because this guy's a high first round pick? See, I have a feeling like you do, Ramon, that we're getting close enough to the 49ers coming through our tunnel. Yeah. That this head coach is going to stop thinking about who's winning camp battles and he's going to oh. start thinking just about San Francisco. Game plan. You know, and Game right plan. now, and right now, if he has his first team offensive line together and Dan Moore is part of that, and then he's going to do what? A week and a half before the opener? Yeah. Switch things up? Why? My, my thing about Coach, you know, us, us wanting him to start and play right now is that's just what the league is right now, though. All young guys have to start day one. And I'm of the mindset, I don't think Coach T is that way unless you show yourself. The same way he get, you know, Kendrick Green became the day one starter. Like, we don't want another episode of that. Like, you can expose a guy far too early when it comes down DK to that type of stuff. Right. And mm-hmm. again, let's, I'd much rather get him, whether it be middle of the season or whether he gets in by injury or even next season, DK, we get the best version of him. If I'm not mistaken, he just turned 21. He's a young dude. He's a child. Yeah. I mean that in a nice way. Yeah. I mean, this is. is a really, really young football player you know, who's brand new to the professional ranks and is, by the way, acquitting himself nicely. This isn't some kind of L on his part if he doesn't start. No, absolutely not. Uh, Let's plan for the future on this one if Dan Moore is doing well, y'all. That's all I would tell you on this one Um, because I've seen this stuff happen. We've seen this happen with Kendrick uh, Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's again, it's not like this is is Broderick Jones. Oh, no, what a disaster. He's fine. He's, He's fine. fine. I I just do think there is a decent, not significant, a decent gap between, between him and Dan Moore. And it honestly may have just sparked a flame under Dan Moore, DK. Mm-hmm. He played lights out, I thought. Yeah, he was solid. He was solid. He they all were. Us. We have made a 30-minute promise here to Ramon. He has somewhere to go. It was it was wonderful, Moan, that you were able to hook up with us uh, on the road in advance of this game. We will be back with this show on Monday to talk about everything that happened uh, in the Bills game. So until next week, everybody, thank you so much. He's good people. Seriously, this is going to be like the Ferris Bueller sign-off <laughs> after the credits where we go, why are you still here? Why are you still here? I saw somebody said, bye, Ramon, with a tear under their eye. I didn't know we had that effect, DK. <laughs> I don't know. It was koala I- koala.
Yeah, no, go take care of business, Moan. We'll we'll hook up with everybody on Monday, all right? Let's rock on Monday, man. Close right. eye on this game, too. See y'all. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.